Danielle Jenkins, Happy New Year. What's going on? Happy New Year to you too and all of our listeners. I'm so excited about today's episode. Um, and I'm excited about being in the new year. I was actually getting itchy about taking off the time I was. I know before the new year uh, or before the holidays, we were talking about how I was actually taking time off and how important it was. And by about Thursday last week, I had to open up our emails. I had to do something. I was starting to get really itchy. What about you? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I thought you, I, I almost sent you a text and said, I thought you were supposed to be at some spa on vacation. What are you doing? But uh, I think everybody <laughs> sort of get close and you're like, hey, let's just get this over with. And it was also weird that the holidays were on weekends. And I don't know, it just, it just sort of felt different that you weren't getting time off, even though people, even though the day of Mondays we, we had off. But yeah, we're here in, we're here in 2023 and um, we're ready to get, get to it. We so, are, yeah. But today we are going to talk about, you're going to give some tips on how to start the new year right, year off right. And then we'll, you and I'll talk about our three goals, which for listeners that may be an outline for you to follow because we make it really simple in the way of setting goals for ourselves. Danielle and I, uh, that you can actually attain. And then we'll talk about an exciting thing that you and I came up with for the new year, which is it's really an accountability group of peers. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Start us off, Danielle, with how to start off the new year right. All right. So I really wanted to just share these quick five tips because I know as business owners, as I was just saying, it's really easy to not want to take time off. You want to stay on top of your goals. Everybody gets super stressed out about taking time off. And in the last couple of episodes ago, I stated how important it is as business owners to take that time, take that vacation, that mental break, so we can kind of perform at our best when we come back. Um, So taking five, six, seven, or even eight, nine, 10 days off definitely gets, you know, it gets you out of your normal routines. You're kind of relaxed. You're watching more TV um, and you're not answering emails. So it's really hard to get caught up. So I put these five tips together to get any kind of uh, person, whether you're a business owner or entrepreneur, obviously we're targeting those uh, business owners or entrepreneurs, but just getting back into the work mode um, after time off. Uh, so we can be back at our regular performance levels. So uh, number one, reestablish your morning routines. This is super important. I know, to be honest, I did not stick with my morning routines when I was off for those few days. Um, I slept in, like I never sleep in. So really important to get back into your morning routine, hit the Peloton, have your coffee, whatever you do every morning, journal, meditate, answer your emails, whatever works for you. Um, get back into that ASAP. I started mine back on January 1st and I got back into it. And today I am performing at high levels. Um, with that, mark off focus time to catch up on work or projects. Um, again, when you're off, things are easy to just kind of flow into, oh, I'll do that later. I was doing work at like 10 o'clock at night just because I was watching a movie. I didn't sleep until 1am, which is so not like me. Everybody knows I'm very strict with my sleep. So it was very weird. 
Um, so I took time to actually dedicate on catching up on those emails on that Thursday when I was getting itchy to get back to work. Um, I dedicated time to open up another location, uh, office here for Circle and myself. So I did dedicate time. And even this week, I've dedicated specific blocks of time to work on our specific projects that we are because it is easy to kind of just, Oh, I'll do it later, especially after the week off. Um, Number three, prioritizing your to-do list. Uh, going through your spam or junk from Christmas emails is not a priority. Um, cleaning your house after Christmas, though it may feel like a priority, hire somebody to do that or wait until the weekend. But if you're trying to do your high-performance tasks, definitely prioritize those so you can get them done without delaying the start in the new year. Number four, take take breaks when needed. I know I struggled getting back into a full day of work. Like I said, I was napping. Brennan, you know I don't nap. I was actually napping over the holidays at like three o'clock in the afternoon. I was taking a 40-minute nap. So yesterday, I was exhausted by two o'clock and it had nothing to do with caffeine or the food I was eating. I was just ready for a nap. So I did take that nap yesterday. And uh, so I gave myself the break when needed um, to slowly get back into that workflow. And number five, take things one step at a time. It can be overwhelming if you have completely shut off for five, six, seven, or even more days. So you don't want to open up your inbox and have 300 emails and just get completely overwhelmed. Start one by one, day by day, minute by minute, and just complete one task at a time. So I hope those are helpful for people getting back into their workflow in the new year because it's really hard after taking that time off. I think those are great tips. And I do. I will say that for me, the one thing I did do over the holiday and I'm almost done is I did, I did do a little bit of clean out to start the new year off of about a million newsletters that I received just to decrease the clutter in my inbox. I do have rules that put those things in separate folders, but I looked in one folder and there was 9,000 newsletters. And it's just like, that's just, that it, it's just not going, I'm not going to read 9,000 newsletters. So I deleted them all. And I, weeded out the ones that I actually do read, not for any other reason, even though they go into a folder and I don't see them, it just sort of feels like that clutter being there. And it can be really hard to unsubscribe to something because you feel like you're missing out and mm -hmm. you just have to take the leap and you have to reframe that to say, you're actually not missing out. You're actually gaining time because if you think about that, and I'm crazy about my time, as you know, mm -hmm. you think about you spend one minute a week on five emails. So that's five minutes. That's 35 minutes a week on sorting emails that you're not reading from some newsletter. So that's the one thing that I, I will say I, I did. Of course, we did some stuff around the house, but um, I, and I'll also say taking naps is actually not a bad thing. I find it ironic when I used to spend a month a year in Argentina, South America, traveling around to go fishing. Everybody there takes a siesta and it mm -hmm. sort of revives you. The problem for me is, is it offsets, it gets you into this, like you were saying, this late night routine where you're not in bed till one and now getting up early is sort of screwed up. So I think you have to be careful about that. But naps aren't actually a bad thing. I think in the United States or North America and Canada, people turn that to be like, oh, well, you're, you're not being productive. Well, 
and we'll talk about this in another episode, I'm actually considering going to a four-day work week for people in our company who are mostly knowledge workers, not physical labor type things. Um, we can talk about that in another episode. But yeah, that's what I did to sort of clean out. So do you want to share your goals? I know we wanted to really get into those for our listeners um, who were excited about what our goals were when we were talking about uh, goal setting. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Sure. I will. Yes. Um, For my personal, this is the first time I've ever done a goal like this um, that's not just me. So my personal goal is actually dedicating time for one hour or one moment a week um, where I'm 100% present with Sergo, um, either doing an activity or dinner or something like that. Um, whatever it may be, we could go to the movies, we could go out, I don't care, whatever it may be. I find that Sergo and I are both self-employed, we're both business owners, we're both entrepreneurs, and it is so easy to fall into the trap of constantly eating dinner and our phones on, or I'm listening to our podcast, or Sergo is listening to something that's you know helpful for his business, whatever it may be. And we're just not present with each other. And the reason this is the first time, I've never, it's going to sound awful, and I hope people who are listening do not judge me for this. I've never valued a partner um, and, and the time as much as I do with with Sergo. And I hope he loves me for saying this on air. Um, but it's true. And I don't want things like that to cause a problem with our, our relationship because we just didn't have time. And we do have time because we can create time. That's the benefit of being in the positions we're in. And so I do want to focus on creating that one hour or that one moment a week where we are 100% present without our phones, without emails, without listening to a conference call or a podcast or a webinar or whatever it may be. And we just enjoy the laughs, the dinner, whatever we may be doing together. So that's my personal goal. Isn't that nice? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a nice goal. I hope he listens to this episode so he knows that I, I'm sharing this I'm on, sure he, online. I'm sure he will. I'm sure that you will make sure that he listens to oh, this episode I will. so that he can hear this <laughs> personal uh affirmation and goal that you have here yeah it's a good it's a good goal here's what i'll i'll say to you from i i think i'm an expert i think you and i've been together for 14 i don't know like 25 years or something is the thing that i have found to make you present that will do more sure going to the movies and all that sort of stuff and dinner that stuff can work but the thing that will work if you can do it, and you don't have to do it daily, but if you do it a few times a week, uh, days a week, is just taking a walk together. And the reason is, is because you're actually outside of a box environment and you'll just talk more. Yvette and I uh, have always tried, and, and sometimes it we get off, but we take a walk. We live here at the beach and we take a walk on the walking trail and 45 minutes, it's about two miles. And it just changes everything because you are not in, near a screen, you're not on your phone, you're not doing that, and you can be present. So uh, that's a tip for maybe you two. You can walk the dogs. We don't walk the dogs on the trail because people don't understand that. Anyway, 
(laughs) people running up to us with their dog, like dogs aren't humans. That's not the way it works. But anyway, we just walk together and it, it really does help. And I think you'll be surprised. So that's for, that's a, a quick tip for you, but also for listeners out there with your partner, like take a walk. I don't care if it's around the block or, you know, wherever it is. Uh, and you get out in nature, like there's something mm-hmm. to be said for a minute. If you just listen to the birds every day, you'd realize that there's some really soothing sounds that don't have to come through your speakers that you can actually get from nature. So that's a long-winded um, feedback for you there. What's your second goal? Health. My second goal for health is actually getting on my Peloton every day. I'm a big freak when it comes to, you know, fitness and Pilates. That's why I just finished a Pilates class when I was doing this. So I, that's why I have my, my sweater on. Um, and so I'm a big freak when it comes to working out and stuff, but I'm also easily distracted when it comes to work. So I used to do, um, a run all the time, every morning with the dogs prior to moving here or prior to getting my Peloton. And I love my Peloton. So I said, nevertheless, like no excuses every morning, I'm going to do at least 20 minutes on the Peloton. It just sets me up for the day. It's proven. I've done it before and I've just easily let it slide the last few months. So that is every day I'm going to do 20 minutes on the Peloton. Um, and, And that's on top of my Pilates and my regular walks and stuff with the dogs. But I need to do a quick uh, sweat sesh in the morning. I think that's a good goal. What is, what are your, or what is your one major business goal? So for my one major business goal, and we're talking about our cleaning company here, um, we want to hire 10 more full-time, um, employees for this year. 10? 10. Wow. That's a big goal. That's 20, 20, 20% increase. We did 12 last year, full-time, that stayed, that were profitable. Um, so we want to do 10 this year. Yep. Wow. That's a great goal. Thank you. So those are my three goals. And there's other goals. I have other goals, of course, micro goals, things like that. But those are my three big ones for this year. Yeah. And for listeners, the, the idea here is that if you start the new year with too many goals, you're just not going to hit them. So, and Danielle and I have talked about this, the thing that I found over the years, and I've been doing this, I was looking back in my journal here, I've been doing this, I think for seven years, where I used to have a whole bunch of goals. And now I just have three, the, the, the personal health and business. And there are sub goals that you have to build to support them, but it just makes it easier and doable. So my number one personal goal is actually to take a vacation with Yvette. Yvette and I, we live here in Half Moon Bay. We live on the ocean. We see the ocean every, I mean, it's right out our window. So we feel like we live on vacation just because Mm -hmm. of where we live. We're really lucky to be able to do that. But I think that, and I am content not going anywhere. Like if I, uh, we used to go and we have been to Hawaii and I was like, oh man, you know, Hawaii is going to be hot. So I've always felt like this, but I think there's something just getting outside of your own environment. So we're, we're going to try to do that. I don't, Yvette has an idea. We have an RV. Uh, and we might take that north or do some. Being an RV is actually like an incredible relaxing thing, believe it or not. So we're going to take at least one vacation this month. I mean, this month, this year, this year on the, uh, on the personal front, on the health front, I had a, a bunch of things, but the thing that I've always found as a static or foundational is how many miles I'm going to ride on my bike because that really 
there's a whole bunch of cascading things you have to do to make that happen. You got to get good sleep. You got to drink water every day. You got to eat right, or you're just not going to hit that goal. So last year, I I came in at 4,086 miles for the year. Wow. It, it is actually about half of what I normally do. That's 75 miles a week on average. I don't know how many kilometers that is. What's that? 90 kilometers? I think uh, 120 kilometers. I don't know. Somewhere. <laughs> Sure. Somewhere 75 miles, like a hundred and some kilometers uh, a week for those who are listening in Canada. My, I normally do a hundred and double that. So I normally in, in years where I'm riding a lot, average about 150 miles. This year I am going for 4,180, which is about 79 miles a week. I'd like to do more, but I'm going to set that as a goal. It's a, it's a little bit more than this year and it will force me to, ride more at the end of the year uh, than when the weather gets a little bit bad. Mm-hmm. So that's on the health goal. And that's just going to have, if you ride that many miles, you're going to eat right. You're going to get sleep and things like that. So mm-hmm. there's a bunch of supporting things. And then on the business side, we launched this new business today. We, our first full-time employee started on our company called file finder that uh, shameless plug helps you find files that you know you have, <laughs> but can't find faster. Basically we'll rip through your email uh, to start and organize all of your files in about 45 seconds. So you can easily have them sorted and everything very quickly and they're backed up instantly. And the most important thing about any of the backup is you can find them. So that is a shameless plug. Our goal, which I think this is a stretch, you and I were talking about it. We are at about zero. We do have a customer, I think it's $2,000, but it's over uh a year period, we're going to try to get to $250,000 in revenue. Mm-hmm. So if we can do $250,000 in revenue, I think that'd be a huge year uh, for a software company to do. So that that's that's the goal. It's And there's a whole bunch of cascading things that have to happen to actually get there. Yes, but of course. Those are the three, those are the three goals. And uh, that's my 2023. Love it. Love it. Well, with that, we'll make this really quick. So people, this is also going to be another little shameless plug, but we're very excited about this because a lot of our listeners um, reach out about what Brandon and I do. We do a lot of private mentorship and coaching. And so a lot of people don't or can't do that yet. So we wanted to make something a little bit more uh, community-based, more accessible for people, um, and, and that works with their kind of learning skills and, and learning tactics. So Brandon and I have launched uh, Dunamis Founders Group, which is an online mastermind and accountability group. And we'll run through it really quick. But basically, um, we're going to be providing accountability uh, for all of our members. All of our members need to be doing a minimum of 500,000 revenue in their business or have had an exit of more than that uh, in the previous years if they're working on a new business uh, at the current time. And basically, all members will be at the same level or better. So you're constantly learning. You're constantly getting good experience and advice from all of these other members. It's going to be super fun. We're holding you accountable for every single ounce of information and tasks that you need to do to reach those goals. We do guarantee results and um, and more revenue, more growth, more expansion. So we are asking for a year commitment. So it's very exciting. We have um, in-person meetups that we're going to do eventually, uh, probably at about the six-month mark, and we'll share that information. 
So um, if anybody's interested, if any of our listeners want to be a part of that, we will be officially launching February 2nd, 2023. So reach out and we can vet all of you, talk to you about the benefits and the perks of joining us. And, uh, and we'll see you on our online mastermind February 2nd. Yeah, I think it's important to mention that this is not Danielle and I coaching. Danielle knows I'm sensitive to this. I, I just hate, I think yeah. <laughs> all the coach crap is too much on the internet. Half of them aren't qualified. It's very important for anybody interested in this to know that actually Danielle and I are participating. I think yes. if we really to, were to look at this, you and I developed this for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the sense. And ultimately, you and I have really been doing that in the recording sessions, you and I always talk for an hour or something beforehand. And it it generally always is business. We haven't said, oh, well, I want to do that. We haven't put the goals into in in stone, set in stones, so to speak. But we have talked about like, you'll run something by me and say, oh, well, hey, what do you think or Mm -hmm. whatever. And that's what this is. So this is not you're not getting a business coach. You're getting a group of peers yeah. who will hold you accountable. And we will provide the infrastructure to make sure that when you set that goal, you that you it. get support around that, however, whatever that means. So that and I'm, I'm really excited about. I was actually, I almost wanted to start it last month. I think you and I both felt that way. Like, hey, can we just start it ourselves so that we, we can get on board with this? And um, yeah, I'm super excited that all the link is in the show notes. Reach out. Mm-hmm. Danielle is the point person on this. You you are not automatically guaranteed to get in. We are not just taking anybody, anybody that just thinks this is going to be uh, a whimsical thing. Like this is, you will need to show up and you will be held accountable. So we will motivate you. All of the people will be positive and motivating you to reach that goal, but we are going to be honest with one another. Exactly. So if you're coming just to just to feel good on a participation trophy, <laughs> yes, this is, this is not Don't the bother. place. This is this is going to be real stuff. But in my experience, when you're a, a part of these things, some amazing things can happen and come out of it and achieve goals that even me or Danielle or anybody just didn't think would be possible. And you you actually make it happen and that just builds confidence. So that's what's happening. Links in the show notes. I think that's it for today, right, Danielle? Yeah, it is. And I just can't wait for the rest of 2023 and see what our listeners, subscribers, and we get up to um, in our businesses. And uh, and that's what we're here for, for everybody along well, the way. So can't wait. Thanks for listening. If you just joined, look forward to having you as a listener for the next 52 episodes in 2023. Danielle, have a good week. You too. Thanks, everyone. Bye, everyone.